0: bada bing butter boom welcome to the new year listeners 2021 is here and where would you rather be my name is parks park parksy parker can't even say my own name and i'm here with my best mate tom matic door and in case you're unsure you're listening to the holy grail podcast morning mr door how do you do i'm very well thank you mr parker how are you?
1: I'm doing very, very well, actually. I'm feeling pretty safe at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, it's a lovely sunny day here in Wollongong. Sun's shining, tank is clean, and uh, Smithy
0: and Labashain are just doing their thing out in the middle. Oh, so, it's life's good. And you'd be, you'd be pleased to know, listeners, we are in the new crib. We're set up. We're on the dining table, and the echo might be a little bit off, but we're happy. We'll, we'll work with it. We'll, we'll work, work with it. it. And, and we'll bring you the content when, when it needs to be coming. Oh, I'm no longer, well, yeah, we're no longer homeless, which is <laughs> lovely. <laughs> well, there are some ex- exciting times to start the new year, and what better way than to kick back watching cricket and listening to the Holy Grail podcast? Of course, you have the cricket on mute, as the commentary is about as, as good as a can of seltzer, or as I like to call it, a can of static. <laughs> well, that was until we heard Warney and Simo. Off air On KO Talking about Manus, Poor fella
1: No (laughs) run, Just fucking bat properly
0: Just bat properly Anyway More on that later But first We compare the pair Boxing day And the current New year's test How do we feel Tom? Um
1: Well the man that uh, Coley calls Jinx Uh Jinka Rahani Our mate Jinx Um He made some runs And actually In fairness to him Played a Blinder of an innings. His ah, oh, he might have captained India a couple of times, but definitely the biggest Test match he's captained his country for, and they just absolutely outdid Australia. Yeah, they definitely. just completely did him in. Um, and for that reason, we probably won't spend this much time
0: on Boxing Day. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the the prime Boxing Day that we're, we're accustomed to, but I do want to say, Tom, we've been pretty poor with our our profits. We're not, we're not the prophet. We've said Ajinkar Ahane, he's got a lot of pressure on him. He's got to make runs. But we're not really sure he can. Goes out there next innings makes 112. Uh, I said earlier in that podcast that Kelly Oubre was going to be most improved <laughs> of the NBA. And he's currently shooting 12.5% from three. Uh, and he's probably making the Warriors worse <laughs> as he goes. Um and it's just not going well for us. There's I, probably a few more. Yeah, <laughs> look, look, probably.
1: But we're paid the big bucks to give our opinion. And um, look, happy to be proven wrong. Um, Carahani, yeah, that's yeah, that was the main takeaway for me. As you know, I yeah. don't follow the NBA too much. So just the way that he stood up... Um, and also, the glaringly obvious thing about Australia is that if Smith fails and doesn't make runs, then Australia don't make runs.
0: Yep. Which, as we're learning, he just needs to do a bit more shadow batting. But again, we'll get to that. Oh, I have another thing to take out of um, the Boxing Day Test for India, uh, Shubman Gill looks good. Oh, he looks really good. looks um, really good. Really confident at the crease. Doesn't yeah. he's not shy of the short ball. Uh, likes to play quite a bit. And gets the ball rolling Like in that first innings In his first innings He had 45 off 65 Looked like he was on For a half century and I like was secretly Kind of hoping that he did um, For India's sake Yeah Because they were looking Pretty short at the top Of the order In that first test And he, he really stood up And played the ball well He's a good player He's one of those ones That he's been around That oh, I mean I
1: think The Indian domestic Competition is a bit shit But He's been averaging sort of 60s in first-class cricket. Like, he's a, he's a good player. Um, and they've had raps on him for a couple of years. Now he's only like 22. So yep. look out for him over the next few years. Yeah, and I,
0: his strike rate too. Because obviously with Pajara coming in at, at number three, what um, oh, was he, 16 off 100 balls yesterday? Oh, something he just stupid. Does, not, does not score. He just doesn't score. And so his strike rate's... Not far off 100 most of the time Yeah Which is very very good for opening bat Like that's Davey Warner type area Yeah And like It's exactly what you want As long as he's making runs Yeah That is But like He had 45 and 35 not out Um, The 35 not out was Strike rate of 97 So He faced one more ball than him
1: Yeah Than um, they made. And Pajara, look, he's not getting out, but he just doesn't rotate strike, which I think puts pressure on the batsman at the other end. Um, yep. so look, I think the fact I think India just need him to be able to rotate strike. And if he can do that then, you know, they might continue to improve. But anyway, so they
0: so Boxing Day, thanks to Jinx, they made it one one. That's good. That's good for them. But the pressure comes back onto the Australians then when we come to the third test. We come to Sydney. We're a bit sceptical about the, the test coming to Sydney with all the COVID clusters going on. Um, still a bit sceptical. Still a bit sceptical. And if you ask me, I wouldn't be going to the cricket at the moment um, just for that risk. But the Aussies, they're, they're part playing around they're at the moment. they doing very well. Doing very well. So... Uh, we saw
1: the night before this test match, so the test match started Thursday, yep. and so we saw Wednesday night, uh, Denny Willis, the beautiful partner, beautiful wife actually, of Stephen Smith, um, put up a video of Smithy shadow batting um, with his stick in full Australian kit, full yeah, whites, head to toe. Um, Danny's just lying there in bed and taking a video of Smithy, and he's just in his zone. He's just hitting balls. Now, I just wanted to give a bit of context to this video. We actually shared a, like, shared a picture of it on our socials, but just a bit of context. So I don't believe that Smithy has seen Danny since about July, August. So Steve Smith's been bobbing around in different bio bubbles for different cricket uh tours and tournaments so Australia went over to England I think it was about that July August um, for a few limited overs games T20s one days so he was over in England he flew straight to the IPL still in a bio bubble was there for a couple of months captaining the Rajasthan Royals came back to Australia straight to a Sydney bio bubble for the one day T20s And then they rolled straight into the test matches. So I don't think Smithy has seen Danny until like this week. A long time. A long, long time. And what's he want to do when he's with his beautiful wife in a hotel room? Just
0: do a bit of shadow batting. As you do. (laughs) Just do what you do for a living. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe it's a sign. Maybe Danny is his lucky charm because... 131 oh, Doesn't it look good Smithy's Smith, back Getting runs He's found his hands
1: again He looks good I mean in fairness We just expect So much of Steve Smith That He missed out in Three innings Yeah. He didn't make over 10 In three innings And we went Oh shit yep. Smithy's out of form Australia Australia's like, out of form We can't win Anyway He's Just back to normal That's Back it. to Back to being the big boy Of test cricket as he is Yeah, But
0: Oh, I can see another big boy emerging, Tom. Who's this big boy? Will Puck-Pakovsky. Oh. oh, my Lordy. The locks on him. Oh. Um, First inning, 62. G um, like, probably just played a little bit square. On a um, ball, he put it, probably put it straighter. Um, he knew exactly what he'd done wrong at the start. But I'll tell you what, if that didn't happen century was looking pretty good even so like he had a little bit of luck he
1: was dropped a couple of times by richard punt who is undoubtedly the best gloveman in the world yeah um poor richard i think he's got a broken arm actually at the moment (laughs) thanks to paddy cummins but um so he got a little bit of luck along the way but look that's all right it happens and he looked really quite solid he like between him, we want to see a bit more out of Cam Green, but I think they'll pick and stick now. Yeah. Um. And so there's a potential sort of twelve to fifteen, a couple of potential sort of twelve to fifteen year mm. test match players. Like Definitely. these kids are. I think Koski is twenty two. Green's twenty one. is younger than us, which makes me feel old. But um, look, they're looking good. They're doing well.
0: Cam yep. Green, Cam Green, I think probably needs to get given a bit more of a bowl. If I'm honest mm. I feel like he's definitely Feeling the pressure of, of what he needs to do With the bat Especially going from The last test That Boxing Day test He had so much weight on him Because yeah. You know If Smithy fails Labashane makes 30 odd Yeah uh, Matthew Wade Was the top scorer In that second innings, Apart from Cam Green yeah. And like if, you're, if Matty Wade's Your top scorer You're worried mm. And like So Matty, Matty Wade At 40 Um, And then Cam Cam Green Ended up making 45 Really looked solid Um, Got an absolute Gem of a ball Yeah I actually Um, missed that one And he gets trapped in front Quite a bit Um, And I noticed that He actually changed his He changed his um, His stance His batting stance So he has a wider front leg From uh, Previous test to this test uh, but he's still getting trapped in front. So that's something that they're definitely going to work on with him. Um, I think he's been given LBWs twice now. Yeah. In the last two tests. So um, I think that's a big thing for him to work out. And hopefully we see him today. Or hopefully we don't actually. Yeah, but, hopefully Smithy and Shane just make a million. I would love to see Cam Green come out and have a, a good crack today and, and get the... You know Get the old ball Have a good crack with that New ball comes out See it out And start hitting some shots Yeah Making some runs Because he's a very good batsman We know that He's made hundreds At the top level in Australia Domestic level So um, He's just got to Relay that I think the other thing With his bowling is It's I
1: think Payne just Almost finds it hard To use him that much Because the other bowlers Are so good And so Mm -hmm. reliable Like there's talk of them being the best quartet of bowlers ever, like up there with the sort of combination of McGrath, Warren, Gillespie, Brett Lee. Lee. Yep. Um, and are they? Possibly. But obviously, being the fifth bowler in that, yeah. where do fit in? Yeah, where do you fit in?
0: It's a bit like um, they utilised Shane Watson further towards the end of yep. his career than, than at the start of his career. At the start of his career was just a batsman that would bowl maybe four or five overs yep. an in, in innings. And that's what Kent Green's doing mm. at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, say Paddy Cummins has a rest or is injured for a game. Um, it's interesting to see what happens because obviously Jimmy Pattinson or um, Michael or Nisa. Nisa will come yeah. into that. Um, even the thought of uh, Jai Richardson um, possibly. Uh, really doesn't. We really don't know. But it'd just be interesting to see how he, he fits into that, whether he gets more overs. I just think it' would take the pressure off him but as a batsman if he took a wicket and, yeah, and, yeah and got a good like you know 12, 13 overs. I think at the end of the day, he's 21 years old. He's playing
1: Test cricket. He's got a little bit of first class under his belt, but he'll come good. Yeah, he will pick and stick
0: with him. That's the way. Um, Run outs parks. <laughs> weren't they the flavor of the day yesterday? I'll tell you what. What they, they had four runouts India, which is tied for is four no, or no, three. They had that's three. three. They were gonna try and tie for the, the most, most runouts out. in any test match. Um, that's embarrassing. What are they doing? But I mean, the Ravi Ashwin one
1: was atrocious. He should have been able to run two in the yeah. time. I don't know. He must be the slowest human on the planet. Uh, yep. That was the Cummins run out But He is a very slow human The Australian fielding Was off the charts Like oh, that Josh Hazelwood Swoop in Pick up and release Fully horizontal In mm-hmm. one motion For yep. Like once upon a time It was your big fast bowlers were you had to try And hide them in the field Because they were just Big dopey Was Glenn McGrath you know, doing that? Oh, Glenn McGrath took one good catch In his life And lived off that For the rest of it But I don't think He's doing that I wouldn't like, do that now Um that was unbelievable. Um, the Labashane one, where he's at short leg, Jade just pushed it in. He sprinted after good. it. The slide pick-up, turn and throw. And like, 50-metre throw. Yeah. Hit the stumps. Runs boomer up by a metre. And then, the yeah, the Cummins one of Ashwin, where Ashwin was just so slow. But even the Cummins throw was mm-hmm. an inch above the stumps. Labashane mm-hmm. grabs it, whips the was off. He's gone. So, it was pretty well it was an impeccable fielding performance yeah. and i think you just it's with those little things it's you running between the wickets it's your general fielding um yeah. just polish and intensity that i think just so often lets india
0: down yeah. and that's just where australia can get a real advantage well um the two last ones so Ashran and boomer both got run out uh, they were both batting with Jadeja at the time, mm. and Jadeja is probably one of the quickest, uh, if not the quickest Indian yeah. batsman there, and he's probably not far off the top in the world. Yeah. He, with that one, I think it was Boomer. Um, he hit it, so he hit it left-hander, past short leg, and so he was running to the danger end per se. Yeah. But Jasper Boomer, like. He's kind of like resisted on that first run. They did a replay of it. He resisted on that first run. Jadeza was already turning around for a second before Boomer had put his bat down for the first one. And he played it off the back foot. Like
1: Boomer yeah. should have been backing up, had a three meter head start on oh, exactly. him. And just, it's just those little things that they just seem to be hopeless at. <laughs> I, um, I suppose it's
0: probably the difference between, like, you've always noticed that with the the subcontinent teams that they're, they're can't, their fielding just lacks a little bit and whether yeah. that's just they don't get coached. Because they've, they've got, you know, that's six batsmen. Yeah. They're all very elite batsmen. They're very dangerous. Yeah. And then you've got the bowlers. They're all very, very good bowlers. But they don't seem to be able to do the other. Mm. Yeah. And and none of them really can field. Virat and Jadeja are the only ones that I trust in the yeah. field. Richard Pant's a wicketkeeper and I wouldn't trust him to take the catch. So, <laughs> just side note though, on that Ravi Jadeja is
1: a very, very good cricketer. Yeah. So that first innings, he's well, I think he's the best fielder in the world up there with sort of like a Glenn Maxwell. Yeah. Um, but I think Jadeja is the best fielder in the world. He can. um, so he's taken four for sixty-two, pick of the bowlers by a long way. Yep. Um, and then direct hit run out to run out Smith. That was that last wicket where Smith was starting to tee off like. Yep. One hand pick up, throw down the stumps. He's a gun, that and was then elite, and then he's made twenty eight knot as well, which was really important. And he sort of scraped together an extra twenty or so runs. Oh, they were looking twenty or pretty, thirty runs. They
0: were looking pretty horrendous there. And like, I think, um, I think some of the commentators estimated them to make two hundred and twenty one or twenty two. And it looked pretty close. They were nine for two hundred and nineteen or something yep. like that, and they ended up making two hundred and forty-four. Mohamed Siraj, I don't know what he was doing. He was holding a stump out there because he could not. that he was. Paddy Cummins was bowling, and he was ducking before the ball had even bounced. <laughs> oh, so
1: you could just see, yeah, you could just see that not end. Like he could genuinely have been given out LBW. If it hit him in the helmet like, like that's how early He was ducking He just was not looking at it um, There was one
0: that was At a good length That literally Would have only been A couple of inches Off the top of leg stump And he's ducked Underneath that Yeah So you can imagine How low he's had to go As a fast bowler mm-hmm. Like I'm not sure how tall He is in comparison To like Patty Cummins And stuff But Joshy e. Hazel like 6'5 Or 6'6 yeah. He's tall mm. And I don't see Joshy e. Hazelwood Ducking nah. below the <laughs> Stump line
1: nah. Um yeah, so the Aussies in a good position. Smith's currently 36, Shane 63, lead by 220. Um, so you'd imagine they'd probably push on to lead by about 370, I reckon will be about the number. I'd would Give say themselves it. four and a half sessions probably to bowl India out. And the pitch looks like it's starting to just do a little bit, just keep a little bit low, yeah. turn a little bit. Um so the Aussies should be able to get the win here and then whether we go to Brisbane or not, the Indians are in crack so. the shits and they don't want to go to Brisbane, which is fair enough. No one wants to go to Brisbane. Australia no. haven't lost a test there in about forty two years. <laughs> um, and
0: so yeah. So but before be we to see what happens there. Before we leave Sydney, what do you do if you're India here? So say Australia make three seventy. Yeah. And they, they declare Yeah Or they Get bowled out Whatever You're India You've got This is day four now mm-hmm. You've got All of this afternoon Probably or Almost Four and, and a half sessions So this afternoon And then uh, Tomorrow To bat Are you thinking Draw Or are you thinking We can make this Well Say
1: Australia Set them 370 mm-hmm. They'll have A hundred and 20 overs to get that. Mm-hmm. Which if Pajara's batting it's not gonna even go close. No, no, you won't get halfway there. Um I don't know. Test match cricket's a funny one because if you get that on a in a one day, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, well, probably half chance. That's in fifty overs, but yeah. it's a last day pitch, it'll it'll really be causing some demons. Oh, like it'll be doing a bit, it'll be yeah. tough batting. But I think any team that's trying to save a test match gets himself in trouble if they walk out there and say we're going to bat for 120 overs because if you don't look to score then Payne can just set he can just get line operating from one end get six people around the bat and you're going to nick off you're going
0: to get caught at bat pad or nick off and like I suppose that's where Australia have got room to play and I've got to hope Tim Payne comes out with an aggressive mindset because i there was a couple, um, I was there, I think it was yesterday or the day before where you're just like looking at the field that he's got. And it's just so defensive. Like, uh, oh, painty just almost just kind of like just putting him into like that yeah. silly mid off kind of area. Just, like, oh, yeah. yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. Short ball comes up. Oh, it's not going to get caught. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. And like, just get people in the yeah. back. Like, you need yeah. to hate it. Yeah. hate it. And, You've got Patty Cummins bowling lines and just ripping and yep. past your chest, something's gonna happen.
1: I think, yeah. So it'll just be get set attacking fields. I reckon they'll get they'll push for about three seventy. They need another one fifty. Yeah. Um, I reckon you'll see Matty Wade come out
0: next and really try and put the foot down. I I would I'd hope that um, what's what are they on right now? So thirty six and sixty three. I hope that Marner puts his foot down a little bit. Mm. Steve Smith like maybe a little bit he's only striking at 34 yeah at the moment so I hope that gets up a little bit because you do you want to give yourself the best chance yeah. at bowling them out Yeah but you also want to time it yeah so you, you don't want to be getting to the end of day four and going well, saw only 320 ahead yeah you know, so I hope that they put the foot down yeah. and give themselves the best chance. Absolutely. Anyway, back on. Let's go back to the the real Boxing the day real team.
1: Boxing Day test. So the one in uh, Melbourne didn't actually count. It was the one in New Zealand that was an absolute cracker of a match. And so I was not doing much on the last day of that test match. It was getting down pretty close, and I was like, well, you know what, I might just tune in here. So uh, Pakistan were chasing three seventy three, which is a big chase, and yep. it sort of got to about the last session. They weren't gonna. They weren't in a position to be able to win it, but they had one session to get through. They had six wickets and they had forward alarm and the skipper in his first game, Muhammad Rizwan, were batting really solidly. Um, so they had a really good chance of drawing this game. And then Pakistan, in true Pakistan fashion, just threw it away. Just <laughs> threw it away. They lost six wickets in the session. Um But it was actually brilliant to watch. So, uh, yeah, as I said, Rizwan was batting really well. Filed alarm, made 100. So just quickly on him. So he has the straight-up weirdest stance that I've ever seen. So he's a left-hander, and he doesn't just face directly at the bowler when he's like a completely open stance, facing directly at the bowler.
0: So two front,
1: like his toes are pointing towards... Directly. But it's actually a little bit further than that even. So he is almost face-to-face with, I think it was Henry Nichols was yeah. a short leg for New, for New Zealand. He was facing Henry Nichols. So he had to come a full like, 130 degrees around to be able to get in a normal play, stance. Play anything on the offside. It like. was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But he made a ton, batted really well. He made 102 off 269. Um, Jesus, which was actually his first test ton since 2009 yeah, right. so he played way back in the day obviously he played a few tests so it was his first ton in 4,188 uh, 4, days so good on your forward um, but it oh, was wow. Neil Wagner and Kyle Jamison who yep. got the key breakthroughs for New Zealand Neil Wagner had two broken toes so he got hit on the foot while he was batting two broken toes, could hardly walk for the next couple of days, was trying to get out there. But he's just the gutsiest cricket player just getting around. He's a freak. and
0: He so, just loves the contest. Oh, hey. loves it. Him and Matty Wade, I, I'd back Matty Wade to the stands if if anything was like. Yeah. If there was, say there was a fight, out the yeah. Field, yeah. first person I'd be looking at is Matty Wade. Yeah. He'd be in there. But Wagner was just, oh,
1: he's a freak. And so he bowled on that last day with two broken toes, 11 overs on the trot, and as he does, just come pounding in, bowling short, and got a couple of key wickets. Um, Kyle Jemison, who is, we talked about him in the first episode, yeah. 203 centimetres he's large. tall. <laughs> so he's genuinely, it's a new breed of cricketer. It's yeah. a new breed. Bounce. Yeah. You just. Need height, so you got your holders, you got your Cam Greens, you got your Kyle Jamisons. You're in trouble then, Dory. Yeah, I've got <laughs> no chance. <laughs> <not> <laughs> no chance. Um, but yeah, this dude, just tall, and so he bowled brilliantly, um, and New Zealand got the victory in, in there was 4.3 overs left um, in the match, and Mitch Santner took an absolute screamer, one-handed return catch caught and bowled, yeah, right. Um, and so that actually put New Zealand as the number one Test team in the world for the first time ever. First time ever. First time ever. Um, so yeah, that was pretty awesome. So it was four point three overs left in the game. And Mitch Santner did that, and it was actually awesome to watch. Yeah.
0: And on on that, the New Zealand making the the top Test team in yep. the world. Um. One of the kings of cricket And he is known as the king of cricket um, But Probably a little bit underestimated On how good he is mm. Kane Williamson Is Unbelievably good he, he is
1: so good He is genuinely One of the big boys With Smith and Coley oh, um, I would go as far to say As I would Have him above Coley in, Some days In home conditions see. Kane Williamson Well I don't know In all conditions But in, at home especially New Zealand in general Just play really good cricket at home They do um, B.J.
0: Watling, Where does he ever make runs And he's made 73 And Oh he made 5 You got right now. Yeah no but B.J. Watling, bats a bit he, um, did, he can bat But like He doesn't make that many runs Let's be, let's be honest
1: Just quickly on Kane Williamson So this New Zealand summer yeah. um, He played a test match Against the West Indies In Hamilton He made 251 As you do he missed the next test match because his, part, his partner had a baby. Yeah. So he came back, you know, rejuvenated reju- and feeling good, no doubt. He's um, in the next test match against Pakistan, the first one, made 129 and 21. And then in this second test match against Pakistan, made 238. <laughs> so in his last four innings, he's made 639 runs, averaging 159.75. Indecent in nick,
0: yeah, yeah, and uh, West Indies have a fairly good, fairly decent bowling attack. West Indies they're, are solid, tall, yeah, for sure. Fairly sharp. They don't always bowl the best lines. They're not very consistent, but they are like they've got a couple of jaffers in their in their pocket, and um, yeah. Just it just speaks volumes about how good he is. Like yeah. 159 average. Like I know that's only off three games, but. Who else in the world is making 239 and And, uh,
1: 251 at home consistently? And in this most recent test match. um, So New Zealand have, in the second one, (coughs) they've absolutely trounced Pakistan um, by innings and 176 runs. Thanks, well, a lot to Williamson's 238. Henry Nichols made 157. Daryl Mitchell, their little bloody... Dibbly-Dobbler All-rounder The He's just Very Colin de home, But just <laughs> not Colin de Granholm. Um He made 102 knots So Yeah And in that match then Also Kyle Jamison Who we were talking about Took How many, how many In first five innings for, Five for 69 In first innings And Six for 48 In the second So a Fair innings He's um, Coming along pretty well Yeah
0: Well and it's not like Pakistan had a poor score in that first innings. All out for two hundred and ninety-seven. That's not that's, that's defendable. That's solid. Absolutely. That's fairly good. Uh, yeah. Now nah. New Zealand come back with six for six hundred and fifty-nine <sighs> declared, and then bowled them out for one hundred and eighty-six. So they're still one hundred and seventy behind. Yeah. That's, that's that's some crazy stuff. Ordinary. Um, and
1: then, in just to wrap up the test cricket that's going on at the moment, South Africa is playing Sri Lanka and absolutely dominating them at home. Yeah. Um, and the main takeaway is Anrich Nortje, who played with Pantar in the IPL for the Delhi Capitals, bowled really well there, and yep. he bowls rapid, right. like one fifty plus. Ouch. <laughs> and took high. six wickets in an inning So look out for Anrich Nortje, and actually kept Kagiso. Rabada yeah, He was twelve man. KD yeah, Rabada right. was twelve man, so.
0: Well, t- I've always said that I love Rabada. Mm. I reckon just, like, his ho- whole style, his bowling yeah. action is just so good to watch, I reckon. All those South African bowlers. There's not many bad South African bowlers. So you don't o- often play a South African <laughs> team that doesn't have two genuine jet bowls. Absolutely.
1: Um, so, I think Australia's meant to go to South Africa soon. I don't know what's going to happen as far as COVID there. Probably but uh, probably a bit unlikely, but we'll see what happens there. South Africa, I don't know. It's an understrength Sri Lankan team. So, yeah. Can't take too much away from that. But that's about all we've got for Test Cricket. That's all we've got. Um,
0: so, I, I want to go to a couple of the lighter sides of yep. Test Cricket. First one, Adam Gilchrist. Uh, love Gilly. Don't um, all. He's a great friend of the podcast. And um, we were just talking about Steve Smith's shadow batting. Now, you can't see it in the video that um, Danny put up, but he's using his just his standard New Balance bat. Now, I'm sure it's a custom-made bat just with New Balance stickers on it. Uh, but when he came out to bat, he had this bat that was half right down the middle. Half of it was quite a brown, darkish Kind of bit of willow And then the other side Was white Like a bit lighter And Gilly just goes Oh boys That's a ripping bat and I'm like what? Any two tone bat And he said If you, Like they always used to say If you've got a two tone bat You've got an absolute ripper Couple knots That's okay I always used to thought The straight of the grains Yeah That's really nice If you've got a knot nah, it's a bit of a blemish In the wood You don't really like that Doesn't look as good Yeah uh, but apparently And yeah. Gilly would know Because I'm sure Gilly's seen more bats he was, than He was a decent stick too to Yeah, a whack. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's seen more bats than Blades of Grass yeah. But He like he said he's not adamant If you've got a two time bat That's the one And let's be honest Smithy made 131 He's 40, 40 or not out currently Maybe something.
1: Might be a bit on it. Might be a bit in it. So So,
0: keep that in mind if you're buying. If you're buying a stick, new new bat, don't accept anything unless it's two toned. (laughs) Um, the next one. And this one is. It's probably a bit of a dark time for the old, Roy and Big, the King. Roy and the King. Roy and the King. But um, basically, what's happened is I. Would you ever get the uh, dialogue up? Yeah, them. yeah. So yeah. basically what's happened um, Howie, Shane Warren and Andrew Simons They were in the commentary box on Fox Cricket Now Fox Cricket uh, goes to ad breaks But Fox Cricket also streams on KO Sports, the streaming service Now KO Sports is a, uh, a good sponsor of our, our podcast So we're always going to keep them on our side um, so KO doesn't go to ad breaks As often as Fox Cricket goes to ad breaks So what had happened Basically the commentary box Had thought Oh we've gone to an ad break But KO Sports Had stayed on, on air And Warney And Andrew Simons Are thinking Yep my mic's off I'm all good And they have Absolutely Ripped Marta Slavishane oh. Like Tore absolute Shreds off them and poor old little Howie sitting next to the King and Big Roy. I wouldn't want to be sitting next to them. They'd make me feel very small. Oh, but Howie sitting there, I reckon he knows full well what's going on <laughs> the whole time. He doesn't want to put his two-butt well, in. My, my theory was,
1: I reckon, say it's gone for 40 seconds, this rant, um, that they've just gone on about Manus, I couldn't or... quite find the transcript, unfortunately. Oh, but, um, oh, here it is. Um, it was something about that or his ADD Fucking pills Simon said God, <laughs> well, there's a lot of expletives He just said Warnie just then goes Jeez it's annoying No Just fucking back properly Just go on and on Simmons,
0: Simmons goes Mate if you keep that shit up We're gonna squeeze Squeeze your guts out your ass Like <laughs> What? <laughs> seriously grim stuff Oh, that Seriously like, grim stuff Make you sick to the core um, <laughs> And well, to to his credit, Manus is seventy odd, and <laughs> and batting really well, and playing reverse. for are Ravi as we speak. So and so stick that up your Roy. As much as I love you, but stick it up your Roy. Oh. Uh, so the boys have made a bit of a stuff up. Um, I'm pretty confident in saying you won't see Andrew Simons on the commentary box in the commentary box anytime soon. Warney's just too big to bring down. Warnie, you couldn't bring him down. Uh, I, I know he'll come on to the show at some point. He'll probably come on next test or something <laughs> like that. And he'll make a formal apology. Um, understandable. Understandable. So he should. Uh, and they'll probably, probably have to pay fairly decent fines. Uh, but in terms of stuff ups, That's that one's up there. That one's up That's there. Up there. Um, so yeah, that, that was a bit of a dark moment for, for old Fox Cricket. Same morning and Roy. And
1: just Howie. Like, I reckon, say it went for 40 seconds. Got about 25 in, I reckon. And Howie just went, oh, shit. These mics <laughs> are still on. And then he looks at the camera, and I'd imagine there's like a red button that says, like a red light up the top that says, yeah, we're on. And he just goes, oh. You just see his yeah. face drop, and he was
0: just like, these boys are in trouble. I'm so glad I didn't say anything. Paul Poor Howie, and I know I know exactly how he would feel. Uh, he'd be thinking, "I'm not putting any words toward these words because they'll tell me also to yeah. that they're going to squeeze the shit out of my yes. ass." <laughs> um, and Howie's a pretty
1: like he's a, he seems like a nice dude, but he's not a um. Controversial character at all. He's got his podcast, the Howie the Howie Games, which isn't a bad little podcast, but it's very much G-rated. Yeah, like it's yeah. very family centred, very G-rated, and he, um, yeah, he tries to keep everything by the book, everything pretty straight
0: up and down. And that sort of that just, oh, I reckon that, that rocked into him. the core. That yeah. rattled him. Um, but anyway, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with Manus and, and Howie. Howie. <laughs> Don't worry uh, about yeah. Roy, Roy and Warnie. I'm sure they'll be sitting on, on the balcony at, at Warney's place having a beer. Yeah. Thinking, that was a bit of fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, probably stuffed up there a bit. But stuffed up. But, oh, well, that'll not that that'll cost me a bit of money, but it's nothing they're, in just terms couple, of, they're just a couple of alphas and... Yeah. And they're just putting their 2 bob in. And uh, I bet you they probably, if they went off air, all you'd hear is yeah. that and more. Yeah. About if, if everyone. That's, like, that's the one that
1: got caught. Yeah. there's That happened a thousand times a day. Yeah.
0: Anyway, moving on. Uh, I thought that we'd bring into our conversation today some of the best catches that we've seen, uh, not just in BBL, but uh, in cricket history. Um, But while we're on topic, I just did want to say Max Bryant's one-hand-six save was so elite. So Max Bryant plays for the Heat. yeah, And... uh, I can't remember who hit it Someone Someone hit us It was a massive shot Max Bryant Going back with the flight Down a line Has just jumped Backwards Over the boundary line Caught this ball Full stretch One hand And had the presence of mind To throw it back Over the boundary line To a teammate Before he landed Yeah that was It was brilliant The ability to do that Is ridiculous Now Steve Smith Also did this In the T20 Internationals yeah. There against India Not long ago Yeah uh, Caught it uh, Flying over the boundary Threw it back over Yeah um, Steve Smith's Was pretty good Max Bryant's I think was better so that, Ma- That's as good as I've seen Full stretch Nicholas, Going
1: back Nicholas Puran Who's playing for the Stars At the moment The yeah. West Indian gun Um, He did a similar one In the IPL For the Kings 11 Punjab Um, And he's a wicket keeper By trade originally So The just The way that they can Pull these things off Is incredible Um, It reminded me A little bit of The The Benny Lachlan Jake Weatherald Catch Yeah So the one where Again I don't know Someone wearing bright colours Hit it out to They were both (laughs) playing For the strikers At the time Um and Benny Lachlan's gone, taking the catch full stretch, and then sort of backhand panther flicked it over to Jake Weatherall. He's flicked it twenty meters. Weatherall full length dive caught it. That was so just brilliant. In case you don't know, that counts as a catch. That yeah. is out. Yeah. If this you... one, this one was only a save, but that was as good a catch as. <laughs> like so,
0: yeah. Max Bryant, he has. That's not a catch because he's had to put that down, but he's going over the boundary line full stretch. I yeah. can't, I can't, words can't describe how sick it is. So you're going to have to go and have a look at it. Uh, we might even pop something up on the socials just to, yeah. to show, but unbelievable and a true show of athleticism because it's, it's sick. Yeah. Um, so I actually, on that topic, wanted to bring up my favorite catch yeah. of all time. It came up on Fox cricket the other day, uh, how he keeps bringing it up when Mike Hussey's in the in the commentary box. Basically, I think it was Kevin Peterson skies this ball right up high, right in the middle. I think it was at, at, in Adelaide. Yeah. And Hussey's coming underneath, underneath it and then just drops. And it's... Five metres to his left. <laughs> Got no idea what it was. I had no idea. And poor Huss gets a for it. And I thought that, that was the best attempt that I've ever seen in a catch in history. Um, so Tom, what's yours? Oh, <coughs> and just quietly, poor Huss. Like <laughs> I literally, it was
1: about two months ago, cricket.com.au put up a collection of Hussey's best fielding moments. It went for six minutes and yeah. they were all incredible. Oh, he's like such the a dude fan. is a jet. Yeah. Was an absolute freak fielder. Um, oh, my favourites, gee, I don't know. Actually, n- one that no one would ever know about, but I was at a, I was about seven years old at a domestic state game between New, <laughs> uh, between New South Wales and Victoria at Wengeratta. Um First cricket match I'd ever been to live, and someone's just absolutely skied this ball, and Brad Haddon, who was about 22 at the time, blonde head, blonde locks, just flying back for the boundary, full-length dive. Like, pretty much takes about 10 metres from the boundary. And I was like, I love you. You're my best. You're my favourite cricketer. And he was. So, no, that's I, one that sticks with me. That no one else, you probably can't even find a uh, vision of it. But, yeah. In, back in the ING Cup. Yeah. That's,
0: ING Cup. ING oh. Cup. Yeah. Uh, no. In, in serious note, my favourite catch I reckon I've ever seen is Steve Smith's diving to his left, catching Kane Williamson out. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was two years ago. Yeah. Um, in a one-day international. Yeah. That was so elite. Mm. That was kind of like, oh my god, we are witnessing a god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think he just made a, a lot of runs too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, that was really cool. So that's that's uh, that's that. <laughs> uh, anything more cricket, Tom? No, but I think I've got a decent uh segue into the
1: NBA. So go for it. Personally, I think there's some real parallels between the NBA and the BBL. So (laughs) the NBA is... Like, we think the BBL is oversaturated. Like, it's just on all the time. It's just bright colours, highlight reels. Commentators getting excited. So is the NBA. The NBA is just that, but on steroids. Like, it just just rolls on. There's a game every single day. Bloody Philadelphia 30... What are they? 76ers. 76ers. <laughs> That's the Adelaide 36s. Um, Philly are playing with, they've got six players on their roster to pick from due today to due to COVID. So and NBA won't let them, won't postpone the match. Just outrageous thing. It's just on. No one really cares until finals time, then everyone yeah. actually tunes in and watches. Kyrie missed a game for personal reasons, which he later just explained that he just didn't feel like playing. It well, won me a lot of money.
0: <laughs> which is good. It voided one of them <laughs> one of the legs of my multi, which meant I, meant I won. So that was good. Um, um But yeah, so I don't know. Now on that Philly game, I did want to mention this. So on Philly the Philly uh Denver Nuggets game. So the Denver Denver beat Philly 115 to 103. That was this morning. Uh on Saturday, the 9th of January. Um, I think it's Friday night over there. Anyway. Yeah. Um so they only had six people to pick from. Bear that in mind. Just just let you know. And Philly has brought up what I can only assume are G League players. Their starting lineup was Tyrese Maxi, Who the fuck is that? Uh, Isaiah Joe. Also, don't know who that is. I don't know anyone outside of uh, Dakota so Ma- Mattias. Don't know who that. Danny Green's playing power forward. Danny Green's <laughs> 6'4. <laughs> Like, he's only a couple of inches bigger than me. Yeah. And he's playing power forward. So, Denver's power forward is uh, Paul Millsap. He's like 6'10, yeah. something like that. Uh, and then Dwight Howard played centre for him. Um, but Torres Maxi, never heard of him. I think he's from the G League. So, so they've caught a few players up from called the twos. A few they've up. done okay. Torres uh-huh. Maxi had 39 points, <laughs> shooting 54% from the field. It's pretty handy. That's pretty handy. Seven rebounds, six assists. That's a good game. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, I would have
1: him. Yeah. No, good on
0: him. Good, good on him. him. Um, and then, yeah, their, their bench. They had, I think that, yeah, they only had two people play off their bench. So they, they had seven people on their roster today playing Denver. No wonder they got beat.
1: Yeah, that's just, I don't know.
0: Denver literally played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 15 players today. <laughs> I've played with more v- than v- double what 15p7. V- so, that's rough. Um, yeah, rough and filly. But uh, yeah, Torres Maxi. Watch yeah. out for him. Most Ain't improved. <laughs> Change my bet. <laughs> after. <laughs> be better than <laughs> Kelly Ubre. Kelly Ubre. Oh, that's awful.
1: Who's shooting at 12.5%
0: or he's, something? He's so ordinary. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, he doesn't play for Phoenix anymore. I'm trying to find what he made yesterday for the Warriors doesn't he have you um, 6 points off 21 minutes 2 of 7 for the <laughs> 28% oh that's awful that's um that's a big improvement good to see good to on the up 10 points a game 5 rebounds a game
1: so Matty Mallon might have been a good one to offload yeah could have been um, got any more on the NBA or is it just just keeps I on, on? It, I think it just kind of
0: blends into one um, obviously the the standings In the conferences Don't really make Much Difference At the moment They're only six games in. I mean Indiana's The top seed in the East And Indiana's only going to be The fucking sixth seed By the end of the Season Um, And the Lakers are on top Of the Western Conference Phoenix is second That's that's good signs For Phoenix Um, The Clippers look a lot better Than I did Last year They look like they're Working a bit better With Tyloo Yeah As their new head coach Um, Curry seems to have done a Steve Smith And found his hands Curry has found his hands So that that leads us on to the next point Uh, The recent MVP race came out Uh, Of course Big Bron 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 He's uh, LeBron's up the top He's the number one at the moment Um, Closely followed by None other than my pick Look at Doncic. Look at Doncic. Uh look at magic. Look at Bay. Um, and then I think Curry's in the mix as well. I can't remember three and four off the top of my head. Giannis isn't there. Um probably understandably. Giannis hasn't played that well at the start of this season. But I've been playing okay, but compared to what he has been doing. Yeah, he doesn't get paid that much, so that's No, okay. no, it's probably he's probably only doing what he's worth. <laughs> um and then the Joker. I thought Joker didn't get slept on too much. He's a bloody good player um, at the centre position and he can do it all. Number one pick in my fantasy team. Um, yeah, and how's your fantasy team going, Tom? Yeah, great. <laughs> I you're haven't looked, I looked think, at it I think you're on three. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked at it since we uh, did our last podcast. I think you're on three at the moment, mate. That's so, all right. That's um, all right. It happens. That does happen. Uh, but... I think that's it for the NBA, to be honest. It's, it is. It's just like the, the BBL, only more exciting. I'd prefer, much prefer to watch the NBA than watch the BBL. But um, I think that's just because the lack of teams in the BBL, it's very, very repetitive. Whereas yes. well, the NBA, you can kind of like, you get that, that showcase game yeah. at least you know, three times a week. Well, the Renegades played the Strikers twice in three oh. nights. Fuck what? the Renegades I'm over the Renegades I had a multi on That had Everything come right It was a seven leg multi Everything come right Except <laughs> The Renegades won Which made it lost By one leg So I had well, so I had Adelaide to win uh, Adelaide to score More than 145 runs In their innings Alex Carey to score More than 10 Aaron Finch to score More than 10 Phil Saltz to Score more than 10 that, The biggest hack Yes In the BBL Yes. Adelaide strikers to win the to have the highest opening partnership and over twenty three point five runs at the four of the first wicket. All of them got up except for Adelaide winning against the Renegades who are on a were on a seven loss. Yeah, streak. they suck. They suck. They literally have Kane Richardson and Aaron Finch, Aaron Finch. See, Sean Marsh. They do normally, but he's yeah. been missing. Well, Mo Nabi did a bit. Um, yeah, he was he did play a very good. And Jake Fraser McGurk.
1: Played a really good innings too. So look out for him over the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, just on your multis, Parks, this probably rolls quite nicely into our first Holy Grail mail for the day. So uh, this is from Sam Price. Can we get Parks's pay packet as a section of the podcast, a multi that Parks has going every week, and see how shit his punting ability really is with a
0: running tally each week? So have you got anything for us, Parks? Um, well just to prove that I actually not too bad on the punt. Um, I know obviously that last one didn't work out too well. Um, <laughs> but the other day I had I had this one on, uh, I had 20 bucks on it, so it was pretty steep. Yeah. But I had Kyrie Irving three, three or more threes and Brooklyn the win at $3.16. Yep. Now that was voided because Kyrie couldn't be stuffed playing. Um, but then I had Chetty Osman, 15 points, and Cleveland to win. That was paying five eighty six. dollars 86 that, that was tasty. Uh, with Yusuf Nurkic, 15 points, and Portland to win at two fifty 20 bucks got me $294. I was pretty Not happy with that. I was pretty happy that. with that. So, uh, on that, I was just going to make another one up just like that. All so, right. uh, we're going to go into the San Antonio Spurs and the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm gonna have Dejounte Murray uh, to get 15 points in San Antonio to win. Uh, then I'll have, I'm gonna have Chetty Osmond. Oh, no, I'm not. No, it's against Milwaukee. I'm gonna have Chris Middleton, three or more threes uh, in Milwaukee to win. And to cap it all off, I'm going to have uh, Yusuf Yus- Nurkic Fifteen points, Portland to win, and that will give you a three-leg multi at nineteen fifty. So ten bucks on that gets you hundred ninety-five bucks.
1: All right. I like well, that one. stay tuned, pricey, and we'll um, see how that goes. And the second part of pricey's fan mail was he had a couple of a couple of discussion topics for us. So first one was the top five Mad Monday participants of all sports. Parks, did you have anything to bring to this one?
0: Well, I think the most obvious one uh, for AFL, AFL people is obviously Dusty Martin. Dusty's king. Dusty is king of that. You can't really go past that. The other one fuck, uh, that kind of goes along with that is Cam Munster. Yeah. Cam Munster, obviously. Just those two
1: teaming up. <laughs> like Those two both winning flags and then State of Origin... And teaming up with Fisher just to go, yeah, that's pretty cool. On a band, it was just like it was literally just an all-star Mad Monday cast. Get me to Byron. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and Cam Munster just ref- just almost refusing to go into Origin camp. Yeah. because he wanted to go to Byron for another couple of days with the hectic cheese, Brendan Smith. <laughs> um, I,
0: I originally not gonna lie, I'm not a massive NRL person uh, until I came up here, but. I just thought that, that was some random chubby dude that kind of got added in as a meme. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea he actually played for the storm. So sorry, 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 mate.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, multiple time New Zealand representative. Yeah. Uh, multiple time premiership winner. <laughs> yeah, he's he goes alright on Mad Monday according to Munster Stories. Well that's all I've known him to do is go alright on Mad yeah. Monday.
0: That's all I know.
1: Um the Johns brothers. Mm. Maddie and Andrew. Would have had to be absolute kings. Is that famous one of was that famous story of Joey Johns after one of the um, Newcastle premierships going down to Daniel Johns, the lead singer of Silverchair, who was about sixteen at the time, going down, breaking into his house, climbing through. He, Daniel Johns lived down the road, no relation. Just try to climb through his house. Uh, Daniel Johns's mother came out and said, Andrew what are you doing? He said, I'm coming to get Dan. He's going to come down to the Mad Monday. So he pretty much stole Daniel Johns from his own place, picked him up out of his bedroom and made him come down and perform for the uh, <laughs> the Newcastle Knights on their Mad Monday. So that's not a bad one. There's obviously uh, Maddie Johns saying, it's better than Lego. <laughs> <laughs> um, describing how good winning a grand final was. Um, so there are a couple of ones. And then just on the theme of the flavour of the day, the King Shame One and uh, Roy boy Andrew big Roy. Simons. Big Roy. I reckon they would have gone pretty well on a mad Monday. Imagine
0: imagine Roy with his locks out back in the day, his fishing hat on, no oh. shirt, and his jocks just rocking around with a cruiser. I reckon he would be a menace.
1: Imagine Roy and Maddie Hayden together, just in exactly the same kits, just big, just big chest, big rigs out. Yeah. Fucking the Cobras on, yeah. just rolling around, drinking their 4x, time, just yeah. carrying on. Um,
0: the other one uh, on was Dusty that I reckon yeah. would have been pretty good back in the days. Brendan Favola I reckon <laughs> he would have. Fev, Fev would have given to. it a nudge. I reckon he would have had a crack. And I know that size is not always a giver of how much you can drink, but I reckon he could have put him away. <laughs> put a couple away. <laughs> I reckon he could have drank most of the people it'd in be, the pub. It'd it'd the big um, um so yeah, that's that's that. Um, the other one that I've, we've had is uh, Big Jackson Jeremason. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's asked. So he goes, "Hey boys, listening to episode two at the moment and loving it. Just thought of an idea for when you start making episodes in the new year for the NBA segment. Since the NBA season will be underway, give us your top ten NBA players as of that moment and why. Loving the content. Keep it up. Uh, now I actually only looked at this about five minutes before we started recording this episode. So this is going to be completely off the top of my head. So if you're not completely in agreement, that's yep. fair enough. I could have missed some. So for me at the moment, uh, obviously LeBron is the I leader of the MVP race. I still think that he's still the best player in the NBA when he's on. Uh, he probably doesn't go as hard as he normally does. He is 34 or something like that. He's fairly old. Um the next one for me is Luca, Luca Doncic. Uh he's leading that Dallas Mavericks team like he's been doing it for the last ten years. He's like no 20, worries. Twenty one or twenty twenty one I think he is. Uh so it's pretty unbelievable what he's doing. Yeah. Um next one, uh this one might be a bit scandalous, but uh, Kevin Durant. I think he's just The one of the best scorers of all time in the NBA at his height six ten or six eleven and just scary. (laughs) Yeah, he's seven foot with sneakers on. I think so. That's and he scores he does. He's a big Big boy. boy. Um, he'd probably get a test match at the moment. (laughs) He probably would. Looking for big big boys. Don't know how his Achilles would hold up though. (laughs) Like Patty Cummins does. Um, next probably at the moment Steph Curry. Steph Curry is shooting the lights out and. Dominating. Yeah. Um, do you have any anyone to add? Giannis. Does he come Giannis a probably fifth in there. Yeah. yeah. Giannis probably fifth He's not playing his top performance just yet, but yeah. I think he'll work into that. Uh, it won't be a worry. My next one's going to be a bit of a sleeper. Chris Paul. Chris Paul yeah. is Still that Phoenix it done? team. That Phoenix team is six and two or mm-hmm. six and three, in, and got the second seed in the West, which is a tough conference at the moment. Um, Chris Paul actually He might slide down a couple He's a bit of one He's one of those ones That can go anywhere In that top 10 he is, But he's playing Some very good basketball At the moment James Harden Chonky boy <laughs> in your top 10 No I don't have him In my top 10 He plays He's probably Probably number 10 I could probably get, Put him in there I'd probably say My next one's Damien Lillard Yeah um, He's Arguably the best Point guard in the league um, I'd probably say he is he uh, was throwing some shade on uh, Steph And then
1: Steph just shot the lights out Yeah Steph had a couple off games Bit Steve Smith-esque Just had a couple off games And came out and dropped like 62 or something Dominated Fair, um, fair As Golden State got the win over Dames uh, Trailblazers Yeah uh,
0: Next one, probably Kawhi Leonard He's playing very, very well at the moment um, Don't really know apart that's, that's fairly close yeah I reckon that's pretty close uh, to the ten. fairly close yeah. I wouldn't know many others Jason Tatum's playing very well at the moment too Ooh, Jason team is playing very well and Brad Beale. there you go there's there's cool. about 12 um, no real particular order in the last 5 or 6 um, but they're all playing very very good basketball at the moment and I'm excited to see that that uh, Fanny's team Matty Mal Mm. So they, they're looking good They're looking very good Don't know if they're going to get Hold on a second Over the Clippers They're going to They might roll them Eventually In the long season yep. that is the NBA What would you have Tom?
1: It's nearly as long as the BBL um, <laughs> No I'm pretty happy with that I'm pretty happy with that um, As I say They're about the only players I know in the league So yeah. I'll roll with that
0: Chris Stapp's Porzingas.
1: <laughs> yeah True True Defensive player of the year Look out I don't think he's even played yet (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just to round out the show now So we've got one last Holy Grail mail And that's from our new housemate Jonty Smetzer Who woke up so hungover this morning And has just made his way to work Good luck to him Um, Hey guys, avid listener since the first step Hope your house hunting is going well, by the way. Yeah, it is going very well. Oh, All right. Uh, but I'm sitting in the Coral Aldi car park listening and I want to know what your thoughts on who is the best looking sporting wag past or present.
0: Looking forward to
1: hearing more. Parks, you got anything for me?
0: Well, I think my run at the moment, um, not necessarily for her looks, uh, but what she's done off the field <laughs> per se, uh, Candace Warner. Candace Warner. <laughs> <laughs> old Sonny Bill. <laughs> yeah, the old Sonny Bill incident. In Poor little old... Davy Warner sitting next to Sonny Bill. Which one are you going to pick? <laughs> well, funny. I think that
1: had a fair bit to do with the whole um, the Cape Town incident. So yeah. Sonny Bill's, I think he was playing for the Blues in the Super Rugby at the time. And that was mm. in the same... Uh, the story goes they are in the same hotel as the Australian cricket team and the South African cricket team. So, Quinton de Kock was getting a bit lippy about it. Davey didn't like it. Um, and that... Look, so maybe
0: sandpaper was Sonny Bill's fault. Um, but... Maybe we should suspend him. Give Smith the captaincy back. Davy Warner's allowed to captain whenever he wants to. Yeah. Sonny Bill, bad luck champion. <laughs> Get on your levels. Um... I
1: had a couple. I thought I'd give a shout-out to our Kendall Jenner. She's, um, nah, she's been a wag me. to half of the NBA. Yeah. Um, and, look, got a bit about her.
0: Oh, yeah, no, nah, she's pretty good-looking.
1: Yeah, so that's... Give her a shout-out. Um, and the other main one was... She's already got a mention, but Danny Willis. Look, just the fact, just as an all-time just wag in general... The fact that she gives Smithy throwdowns and just lets him shadow bat in the hotel room, in the house, all day, every day. Like, just imagine Smithy just tapping his bat yeah. all day, every day. Like, God, that'd take some. That'd take a good woman to put up with that.
0: Yeah. And like, and love Smithy to death, but yeah. he's not the best looking rooster in, in, in the flock. Nah. Uh, and Danny's not bad looking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Smithy's done pretty well. So, well, I think that Danny's done pretty well in the sense that she's had to put up with him for so well. Look, he's only taking trumps there.
1: Smithy's making runs. Australia looks good. And it's all because Danny. Danny. Danny.
0: Danny. Thank you, Danny. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Anything else, Tom? I think that's all. I think that's all. That was a great episode to bring back in the new year. We want to just say thank you to all of you guys for all the support you've been giving us. Um, Make sure you get your Holy Grail mail in. We always want to uh, bring new things to the podcast. Um, The next couple of episodes, we might have a few treats in store for you guys. Um, Make sure you jump on Spotify. Give it a like, give it a subscribe if you can. I'm not sure if you can on Spotify. We're going to work on trying to get it up on the podcast app. Uh, So you can listen to it on another platform if you don't have Spotify. Um, And we'll let you know when that comes out. Uh, Yeah, well, thank you. And while you're doing that, Flick, Danny Willis, a nice message. Thanks, guys.